0: This segment of Faith Talk Live brought to you by America's Benefit LLC. Comprehensive health care coverage for 30 to 60 percent less. Online at OurPlanRocks.com. It's
1: just another manic Monday.
0: When Rick and Dan are on the radio, it's just another Maniac Monday on Faith Talk Atlanta. Come on, boys, make some noise. Love
2: it. Monday. Well, I guess I should say I'm loving my Monday. You know Dan well enough. He, what Mondays? Fill in the blank. There's nothing about Mondays to love. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it is a Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Mark and I'm Dan Radcliffe. Trying to get us on Facebook here for some reason, it's not working with me today. So
2: uh, that particular plan doesn't work on Mondays oh, so here at Saint uh, be Media is.
0: Group. That could be the problem.
2: Somebody call corporate. Uh, Tiana, could you get corporate on the line?
1: I'll do my best.
2: And would you talk them uh, into uh, letting us have off on uh, Monday? Evidently, our chief engineer CJ doesn't like Mondays either. First thing <laughs> he said coming through the door: "Did you hear him? Not this really." Morning?
1: No. I believe Bundy
2: should be outlawed. That sounds just like him. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Hopefully you won't hear me do that uh, impersonation of him because he'll put two red wires together on me and I'll <laughs> shorten me out. I'm 57. I don't have my, that much time anyway. I mean, come on. Let's not help it along here. As Dan feverishly tries to get technology to work, here we you know, are in the 21st century mm. uh, and uh, Tiana was upstairs. And I wasn't sure if you were coming on the show today, so I sent you a text. (laughs) Right. And we all know how I... It's always fun to get a text from Rick because (laughs) you just never know. You just never know what it's going to be. I promise you, I typed the right words in. What I meant to type... Let me see if I can find it here. So it doesn't (laughs) come in here and it doesn't... Whoops. There we go. Here we go. That's called show prep. Um, I meant to say... Are you coming down? Because we're on the eighth floor, the studio on the seventh. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to rush you up. Right. Because it took you so long to get to work this morning. No, it, yeah, Nine, it count them, nine That's right. minutes. That's right. I can't believe it. <laughs> and if you wouldn't have tripped over the lady walking the dog, it would have been like, what, Six. <laughs> Yes. You didn't walk, did you? You drove. No, I did not walk. You drove walk. nine minutes. If
1: I would have walked, I would not have made it.
2: That's a crime. You'd
1: have to come back and pick me up. You should on the walk. Side. No. <laughs>
0: I think you should walk.
1: <laughs> no way. You right. You could Dan. walk with
0: Baton Bob just to follow oh, him down the I would the road love that. Come down
2: here. We haven't seen Baton Bob. Yeah, no, that's not lately. Not I sent him hot. a text. Maybe it didn't it come out clearly <laughs> enough. <laughs> but this one to Tiana this morning said instead of, are you coming down? Said, are you complete my down? <laughs> and she goes, huh? huh? Exactly. What yes. I said, what? I am coming down. <laughs> so huh? anyway, evidently, uh, I'm not the only person. My son has an appointment, doctor's appointment tomorrow. Yeah. And they sent me the pre, they always send a text, which I like. Are you coming or not? <laughs> basically. Yes or no. And so, but today they just really uh, butchered it up. And it, the, 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 uh, the appointments at Hamilton Mill. Right. And it says, are you coming to the hammock on the pool? <laughs> and you said, yes, I would love yes, to come to so the I'll hammock on the there. pool. I'll never be never noticed you. a hammock or a pool at that office. <laughs> I need to talk to uh, somebody. Did you have a good weekend?
1: I did. It was a busy one. How was yours?
2: Are you all moved in?
1: Yes, but not unpacked. What does that mean? I still have a ton of stuff are to put Are you sleeping away? in a box? No, but I just <laughs> put the sheets on my bed last night.
2: <laughs> well, as long as you have your lucky charms out, because you are, uh, how much Irish? Um, like 1.2%? I rounded it up
1: to 1%.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you rounded up yes. <laughs> to 1% Irish. Thank okay. you, Dan, right. for getting us on Facebook Live. Well, we're not there yet, so oh, don't thank there me yet. yet. So we're okay. still well, trying here. Obviously, Dan didn't have enough. And we're <laughs> on <laughs> Facebook oh, okay. Live now. So. There we go. Thank Hopefully you, ladies stay. and gentlemen, for being uh, a part of uh, Faith Faith Talk Live. So I'm glad you're moved into this nine minute commute thank you me too that's just there's something wrong with that yeah isn't mine's, there
0: mine's about nine minutes just to get out of my neighborhood
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it takes me nine minutes to open the door yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now in the morning it doesn't take that long to get down from Gwinnett, Gwinnett. it's just get, yeah Gw- it takes me a long time afternoon. to pronounce Gwinnett you know I mean, it's Gwinnett, that's such God. a hard word to say but it takes me like uh, days to get uh, get home yeah are you like me and tired of this whole panda thing with Zoo Atlanta? Uh, you know, I'm not because
0: I, I haven't seen a whole lot of the pandas. Okay, so. Well, I'm going to tell them to start sending okay. the paper to you. All right. <laughs> Look how cute now, they Tiana, are. Now, Tiana, there oh, you go. Yeah. Here's the soft heart. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want a baby pig and a couple of pandas. <laughs> Could you wrap them up? Oh, no, you so wouldn't cute. do that. So uh, anyway, how was your weekend? My weekend was
0: uh, was good. We went to see a movie yesterday, and uh, I'm trying to think of what we did today. I did, too. I went to
1: the uh, movies. Did you? What yeah. Did you,
0: what did you see?
1: I saw a Girl's Trip.
0: That sounds like a chick flick. Oh,
2: I love it Girl's was, Trip.
1: It was. Yes.
2: What was it about? Two hours long?
1: It was. It was, like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like two and
1: a half. It was very long. But I went to this movie theater for the first time in Avalon in yeah. Alpharetta, mm-hmm. and the seats recline and the, yeah. the footrest goes up. Mm-hmm. It was so cozy. I've never been to a theater like that. Did you sleep? No, but I was like kind of curled up into a ball. Like it was, I was so comfy. It
0: it would be easy to go to
2: sleep, especially, especially if you have a, a blanket with you. That would yeah, be very easy. To I fall never want to. Sometimes a movie you need a blanket when you go yeah. to those mm-hmm. uh, movie theaters. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you fell asleep because I do that every movie now.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't fall asleep, but I could have. Oh, the movie you, was pretty funny. Yeah, so it, it kept me interested. But uh,
2: okay, yeah. so do you give it a thumb up? Thumbs oh. up.
1: Yes, but I mean there was some touchy language in there. It's rated R. Not so. safe for
2: the whole family. Oh wow! Right,
1: not safe for the whole family.
2: So what touchy language? No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. no I'm sorry. No, no. I'm sorry. We can't okay, say that. We can't say that uh, on the show. I'm glad you guys had a had a great weekend. Uh Julio Jones not so much. Really? Last week he was on Lake Lanier and on his jet right. ski. Yes, Did you read I saw that story? That. Oh my gosh. And yes. he lost his earring or was it earrings? I think it well, was one. It was one, one earring. One? one? Earring, yeah. Uh, guess how much his earring costs? One earring?
1: Oh my gosh, Julio, um, You know who Julio Jones? I do, is, I do. Right? Um, Place for the Falcons. Fifty thousand.
2: 50, <laughs> Double <Yeah>. that. <laughs> that wouldn't Wait, be really? the back. That wouldn't be the back on his earring.
1: Oh no. my gosh, really? At first I thought you were going to say he lost his 150. ear.
2: Hundred fifty. Hundred <laughs> fifty. Okay, I was I was thinking it was a hundred thousand. Yeah, that's an expensive earring. One fifty. Um, wow. it says here Julio Jones uh, took his jet ski out, lost his earring, and he hired. A pair of scuba divers to attempt to retrieve the earring. Now you know Lake Lanier is is huge and deep yeah, and, yeah. and murky and muddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who knows what's under there, uh, right? Uh, and the result, uh, one of the uh, one of the divers said, uh, "No luck. It's kind of ridiculous. A bunch of nooks and crannies, etc." Yeah. So I don't know if he'll be able to play. Uh, uh, efficiently this year without, without a, his earring, you know, one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, but some that fish insane. that's in uh, Lake Lanier is right. is looking really good right now <laughs> with that earring. On. Wouldn't you like to catch that fish? <laughs> yeah. I Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I prayed for one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and I got an earring. <laughs> I think I might start fishing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And you heard about Justin Bieber, right?
0: yeah yeah he uh quit his uh his tour canceled the rest of it, gave all the money back and
2: uh did he give the money back? I guess yeah, you have yeah. to right yeah, all the all the ticket holders will get money mm-hmm. back did you read about the fact that uh, now i don't know how true this is because you know these these um can I say, well, it's written here, TMZ in those places right. that kind of pass the... You can't always trust It's them, kind of right. like the paper newspapers The National there. Enquirer and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, I wasn't right. going to mention names. But I'll mention go, names. I don't care. Yeah. When we go to <laughs> next door to the grocery store, and uh, Dan can never pull me away from those because I'm so riveted by I know. those stories. That's the yeah. point. Yeah. Right? Catchy I mean, headlines. All kinds of people having... Mm-hmm. Donald Trump has another baby. How can that be? I don't know. But, I'm just <laughs> alien, alien but I need to read it and find out. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, Justin Bieber evidently, uh, recommitted his, uh, life to Christ mm-hmm. and that. it says here, according to TMZ, this is tongue in cheek to me, um, that he's going to start a mega church. He's not yeah. going to tour for two years, but he's going to start a mega church. Now he's good. He's good friends with one of the Hillsong pastors yeah, there, in NYC. And yeah. also Carl with Lentz. Louis
1: Giglio. He comes to Passion sometimes. He was just there really? like two weeks ago.
2: I did not know that. Who? Carl Lentz or Justin? Justin Bieber.
1: Justin? Justin Bieber. Does he really? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And, he was which there. We, and we found out was that Friday? Oh, Chris Huff. When Chris was here, mm-hmm. and I was making a joke about the fact that my Louis Giglio... Gig, hello. Giglio. What was that? I <laughs> bet I could text it and it would come out great, Probably. but if I say it, Louis Giglio's book, and yeah. what's the name of it? Goliath Must Goliath Fall. Because you have nine copies. Have about
1: 15 and a half yeah, copies. To
2: read and while you're and watching a here for nine minutes. <laughs> okay. But it says, uh, love, Randy, and Gina... That's his brother and sister-in-law that's, or his sister and brother-in-law? Yeah, that's what Chris said. Which one did he say? Do I, I don't remember. I think so it was I sister in law So I could be in the all. family. There yeah. you go. I'm could in be- the Giglio family. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Rick Giglio. Yes. Is that Italian Giglio?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, it sounds Bogino's Italian. Italian. You right. should know that. I know yeah. I should. You should know all your brethren
1: right. from Italy.
2: <laughs> let's call Steve and see if Giglio is Italian.
1: I think it is. Yeah. I'll ask him.
2: And because right. you're 1%
0: Irish, you should know all the right.
1: Irish That's people, exactly. too. That's true. Magically
2: delicious. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk to Beth Bennett here in just a few. She's the director of coaching for Ministry Ventures. They help leaders in so many ways. Uh, faith-based training and coaching. Uh, we're going to talk about leader burnout and Ooh. a whole lot more. So uh, she's in the green room. We'll be right back after this break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.
0: You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta.
2: Love it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. It is. (laughs) I'm sorry, was that not excited enough? Come on. (laughs) Happy Monday. That sounds so good. (laughs) Even though I know you're faking it, it sounds so good. Welcome to Monday, Faith Talk Live, and Beth Bennett here from Ministry uh, Ventures. And we were just talking about uh, who was the connection to get Beth here. Mm -hmm. And I had Tracy Arnson on the mind. I don't know. She's been bringing so many great guests. But it wasn't. Who was it? Rachel Faulkner Brown. Wow, she's a legend too, right? She is. And we found out about her through Tracy.
0: So so we were kind of right, yeah.
2: It's almost like every it's that whole 6 degrees of separation, it right? It is. Definitely. So somehow I may be I may be related to Louis Giglio and Justin Bieber. <laughs> you Bebers, probably right? are. We just <laughs> never <True>. knew. <laughs> Good to have you, Beth. Thank you. It's well, great to be here. Welcome. We're going to talk about ministry ventures and we're going to talk I love this. Uh, I don't know much about the organization, but from what I'm reading, you guys are just off the chain helping we're folks. It. Mm-hmm. You've been doing it for some time. Now you've been counseling for a long time. We'll mm-hmm. get into that in just a second. Uh, a couple of our friends uh, in the paper this morning, Dan, did mm-hmm. you see the lullaby? Well, you don't read the paper. I'm the only old no. guy uh, on the planet that reads the, the paper. But uh, Brian and Carrie, was it Fosse? Fosse yeah. It or was Fosse, Fosse, or Fosse, right? I don't
0: remember. I think it was Fosse, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. those guys are going to be on Steve Harvey's new show, Like He Needs Another One. Mm-hmm. And they're going to try to win $100,000 Lollaboo. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be, let's see, uh, is it next Sunday? I guess it is. Uh, next Sunday, August the 6th on Very ABC. Cool. They're going to be there. And those guys were awesome. In fact, we were trying to get them back on the show, but they're so busy uh, and now being on Steve Harvey, are you kidding? Well, we, we need to work on that. Get them back on because
0: they were a great couple and uh, doing great things with that company.
2: And we found out uh, through uh, those guys through um, C-Spark Go, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love those guys. Uh, anyway, I love this connection thing. For us, connect, it's all about connections. And that's how we find these these great, great guests. Uh, doing a little research on you, I found out that uh, you are a Michigander. A That's Michi- right. Is that how you say is that? that? Is that what it is? Michigander? Yeah. Is it really? I made that up.
3: Michigan. No, it's it's true. Is it yes. Michigander? Yes. You yes. went to
2: uh, what Central
3: uni- Michigan University. Is-
2: is that where our VP went? I think it is, Mike actually. Yeah. Do you guys oh. know it? Does everybody know everybody in Michigan? I don't think <laughs> I know Mike, but... Well, wait a minute. That's his Witness Protection Program name. What, uh, what was his name What was his name before that?
0: I don't remember. but Car- he, Carl he, Lentz. Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, he wanted to go to the University of Michigan, but I think he said grade-wise he I needed to go somewhere else. I think he went else, to so, so, that yeah, same... Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: that same yeah. university. Wow! Mm-hmm. So you took what? Did you take counseling there?
3: Or? No, I'm a marketing major. Marketing, mm-hmm. okay. Marketing major, but ended up marrying a pastor. So have been in ministry really my whole career. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Twenty
2: eight years of counseling. Twenty eight
3: years of pastor's wife yes. counseling, uh, coaching. Lord, you've seen
2: it all, I haven't have. you? You've it's, experienced. Yes, it right that's, there. That's right. Wow, amazing. So we want to talk a little bit about that. I I really connect with um ministry and leadership burnout mm-hmm. because uh I led a, a church for a long long time about 13 years as a senior and uh we were taught to to just get in there and just fight and do everything gone every night and do everything not mm-hmm. really empower people mm-hmm. and I had a nervous breakdown mm-hmm. I just crashed and burned mm-hmm. I wish I would have known of uh, ministry ventures back then this is common isn't it? It, it Leadership is. Leadership burnout.
3: Yes, it really is. You know, I, I like to say we can become intoxicated with the wine of service. Mm.
2: Yeah. Instead wow. of wow. becoming
3: intoxicated with the wine of his love.
2: That's good. That's really good. Well, we yeah. live in that culture, don't we? Because it is basically a culture that sucks from you, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't give enough of yourself. And so you neglect right. everything, family. Uh, even time with God. I mean, it's That's just so true. You got to you got to do it. It's got to be done. Yes. So yes. Wow. So service
3: can become intoxicating, right? I mean, yeah. we feel good when we serve, oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And we help people, and and people always need help. I mean, and mm-hmm. so leaders that don't have safe guardrails yeah. around them, yeah you know burn out really quickly. So really that's one reason why Ministry Ventures was birthed 17 years ago.
2: Long long time and doing so many things. I want to talk to you about some points. You have five points there that I want to talk about a little bit later on the show, maybe some stories that you have. So you married a pastor. How long have you been married? Yes, 29
3: years. 29
2: years. Mm-hmm. So uh, did you did you see things as a pastor's wife, as a leader, as a counselor? that got your attention, not only for your own family, but to help other people? How did that work for you? How did you put that story together?
3: No, that's really good. Uh, You know, ministry and life is really a marathon. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think if we realize that, we um, beginning with the end in mind is so, so important. And so you start with this passionate leader. You start with this passionate pastor, maybe, who really loves God, mm-hmm. who loves people, mm-hmm. but because they don't have maybe systems, mm-hmm. they don't have people in their lives that are safe to share. They don't have places and environments where they can let their hair down and be real yeah. and have people ask them those tough questions that we have seen over and over and over again is one reason Have you been
2: talking to my wife? <laughs> because that was me some, you know, 20 years, you know, 15 20 years ago, that was me. Happens that so was easily. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you kind of you kind of hide and, and right. uh, you know, you know how church things go, you've got uh, right. you got splits and challenges and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: So we we have to have leaders and people have to serve. Do you think that that's primarily just poor teaching what do what do you think that is what in the beginning
3: in the beginning i think yes um poor teaching lack of guardrails like i said yeah. uh, lack of Safe people to share with, uh, maybe some of its ego, um, yeah. right? Uh, and really just the ability to say, you know what, I can't do it all. I'm not called to do it all. Ouch. Right? Ouch. Right? We wear too many hats as Ouch. leaders, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so staying, staying in your sweet spot, being very self aware of yeah. what your sweet spot is, I think is really important for leaders. And then being at peace and honestly, at the end of the day, walking in your identity with Christ, of Christ, right?
2: Wow, that's awesome.
3: So having that firm identity is so, so strong.
0: But doesn't that take humility to say, I can't do it all and I really do need help?
3: It does. And how yes. hard is
0: that for, especially for leaders?
2: How hard is that?
3: Exactly. And so, you know, um, well,
2: you don't want to appear weak, right? Because right. people follow strong leaders, basically, or mm-hmm. people that are, v- mm-hmm. you know, visionaries. So,
3: but they also follow humble leaders, yeah, and mm-hmm. teachable right. leaders, yeah. right. you know, and those are the leaders that we love to work with at Ministry Ventures. Now,
2: you and your husband in ministry for a long, long time. Did mm-hmm. you have people? Already set there, just you didn't really kind of do it, organize it. It just happened. How did it work for you, too?
3: Well, you know, um, we're grateful as we look back over our ministry career for really do ha- having people in our lives that are able to speak the truth and love at times, keep us from these road Or these train wrecks, you know, Um, so that was one thing, I believe. And another thing is really, and I attribute this to my husband, he really did put our family before the ministry. Mm -hmm. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, You know, he had some, some, um, you know, some, some counselors in his life as well that he was able to share with and maybe get healed from and um, really come from this healthy place. So grateful, grateful, grateful for that. But really, we aren't in in pastoral ministry anymore. And so, I don't know if that's what you were in, but pastoral yeah. ministry yes. is a different duck, yeah. right, than yeah, yeah. nonprofit faith based right, ministry, right, which right. is where I work now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, but some of the same principles are some of
2: the things, same things are, are going on. So, why did you gravitate toward that particular? area, uh, nonprofits and such?
3: Yes. Well, you, I'll tell you, um, again, having a safe place for these leaders to process is really important. But also, you know, the the you're going to talk probably. We're going to talk about later our five key yes. um, key components yes. of ministry ventures. Yes, yes. You know fundraising. Mm-hmm. A lot of leaders, especially women leaders, are really insecure. They don't know how to raise funds. Yeah. Right. And so we teach them how to raise funds, keeping the donor in mind right. and uh, and really you know um, it's 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 raising funds um, for. Again, keeping the donors, you know, the donor's heart in mind. It's also um, board development and growth. A lot of nonprofit leaders are bringing, you know, Aunt Susie and Uncle Mark Mm. on their board, right? They don't (laughs) have expertise. They don't know how to build boards full of people who have expertise. Right,
2: right, Mm. right. So
3: these are some of the the things that we found at Ministry Ventures, getting under the hood of these ministries and saying, you know, some of the problems are really symptomatic of deeper issues. What are those? Board fundraising, you know, poor administrative practices, lack mm. of soul care for the ministry leader, mm. right? Yeah. And so we created this program. It's a 12-month program where uh, where leaders are able to walk through these components on a systematic basis with others, with other leaders, collaborating with one another, learning best practices from them, as well as ministry ventures. So it's really cool. Now,
2: when you first began in this uh, and ministry ventures began, Uh, I mean, how do you advertise that? How do you tell? Does it like word of mouth? Hey, this is a this is an organization uh, that helps nonprofits in these key areas. Or did you just see the need? There were so many people that you were connected with. You said, okay, we got to do this now.
3: Well, you know, churches that grant money f- for startup nonprofits are some of our big our big um, advertisers. Yeah. Uh, Perimeter Church in particular. Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Investments, right? They yeah. give lots of money to help ministries. And so they bring those ministries to us and say, hey, we'll give you this grant if you walk through the process with Ministry Ventures. Oh, that's awesome. hmm
0: good cuz that that helps them to be successful and
2: and mm-hmm. to be able to truly minister and not burn out that quickly. That's exactly.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. Wow. Love that. Beth Bennett here. She is a part of Ministry Ventures and your title is Director of Coaching? That's right. Yeah.
3: We've got a lot of coaches around the nation. Mm.
2: Now, how big is Ministry Ventures? It's not just uh, primarily Atlanta, right? It's bigger than that. It is
3: bigger than that. That's right. We have about seven other markets across the nation. We've got coaches with boots on the ground, basically, convening ministries in Colorado, South Florida, Birmingham, uh, Greenville, places like that. And um, so, yeah, we're reaching over 300 ministries. My gracious. Every year.
2: And I bet there are more out there needing help, mm-hmm. wanting help, so that they can be successful as well. Let's uh, take a hard break, and we'll be back with Beth Bennett, Ministry Ventures, uh, the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Radcliffe. we we'll are right back. Stay there. Like a happy bill in a foghorn world it's faith talk live with Rick and Dan on faith talk atlanta i think that's your favorite uh, your favorite bumper you seem to play that more than it's than others you're nothing like having a foghorn in a, in a bumper. It's always great. <laughs> that
0: one in that you and
2: I are in the sweet spot of our mediocre radio careers. We are. Why not tout that if we're right there in the sweet spot? I mean, come on. <laughs> Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. Great Monday. What a pleasure to talk with Beth Bennett from Ministry Ventures. We are talking about uh, leader burnout and nonprofits are doing so many things, but doing it now for, what, 17 years? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's been, uh, she's been, her and her husband, uh, majorly helping folks in counseling and pastoring, et cetera, for something like twenty-eight years. Married for twenty. You guys have kids?
3: We do. We how, do. We many? Kids three kids children. You have? Three kids. Three kids. Two Ooh. married. One two married? Two married children. How's that happen? Wow. Yeah, our baby is a rising junior or sophomore at UGA. Wow. So, yes. Any UGA fans out there? My son Michael was the starting receiver for four years. Michael Bennett, number 82. Wow. No kidding? Yeah. I've heard that name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was with the Bengals for one year, and now he's married and working right down the road here for Cressa. Okay. Cressa, um, yeah. Real estate. Yeah, wow,
2: very cool. How about that? Well, cool. You've been. You guys have been busy. Haven't? We have. Yeah. So, do you have any grandchildren?
3: No. 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 They've all <laughs> been married. Like, no, no. No. They've all <laughs> been. My daughter's been married for three years, and okay. Michael has been married for two. So, no grandchildren yeah. yet.
2: Mm-hmm. Dan's getting ready to marry off his uh, oldest daughter. Mm-hmm. So he September, needs. September. He yeah. needs Yay. prayer and, and money. And we're taking tips. We're taking tips for that. that. Here's a tip jar. Go. go find Dan. Help Dan. That should buy. Uh, well, <laughs> well, maybe. Thanks to Todd Chapman of Food for the Poor for Three Throwing two extra bucks in That's there. That's right. Otherwise, it was. You can
0: have another glass of tea now. So <laughs> good to go.
2: Tomorrow's show, it's going to be Is it uh, Mage, Andy Mage? You know, I'm, I meant be? to
0: ask him, and, and I forgot to. I'm All not right. sure well, how to All right, well, we better get it right name.
2: because he's a fitness guy. He may be pretty huge. And he's
0: pretty buff. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Let's, let's call him Andy for right All now.
2: right, we'll call him Andy. Trinity Fitness, we're going to talk about. Uh, he's going to pump up Dan, actually. Dan's kind of backsliding his to, uh, yeah. exercise <laughs> regimen. David Windert, you're coming up on Wednesday. We'll talk about Red. And Thursday, Dr. Jill in studio, and she's going to fix Dan, hopefully. And then on Friday, we'll laugh about it. Josh Harris will be <laughs> <Yeah>. our comedian. <laughs> Josh like Harris that. will be our comedian. <laughs> On a Friday, it is going to be a great show. Meanwhile, Beth Bennett from Ministry Ventures. So you help nonprofits in uh, so so many ways. Uh, let's talk about uh, the maybe the top five specifically. What is number one? What what do you call the top five? Give me the correct. Yeah, the Uh, five best
3: practices practices of ministry development. To
2: be successful Mm -hmm. so you can do what you need to do. And these nonprofits Mm -hmm. are, what do they range from? Are they all Christian, Uh, non-Christian? Most
3: of them, yeah. We mainly work with Christian faith-based nonprofits, but not necessarily. A lot of times we have a Christian leader, but maybe their nonprofit isn't necessarily faith-based. So we work with ministries like, have you heard of Sunshine on a Rainy Day? You need, Holly, yeah. you need to get Holly. You need to get Holly Rainy here. She's okay. amazing. Holly Rainy. Yes. All right. Can, yes. You, can you hook us up? I, I'll hook you up All with right. Holly. Let's, let's yep. Do that. They um, they renovate bathrooms and bedrooms for children with um with childhood diseases. Really? Wow. Yes. Wow. Powerful. Right here in Atlanta. You're a
2: local. Okay. Yes.
3: Awesome. Yes. Um, moms with swords. Yep. Right. You had oh, Joy yes, here yes,
2: before. Joy. Yes. yes. Joy's right? a sweetie. We Joy's love her. Joy's yeah. amazing. I didn't see your sword. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> Must be on the She phone. left it outside. Yeah.
0: Yep.
2: So, clank around a lot in here. We don't have yeah. much room. Lots of pregnancy <laughs> care That's right. centers. That's right. You're a part of that, the Moms and Swords. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm else? on her board. Yeah. But
3: um, pregnancy care centers uh-huh. we work with, foster care ministries, okay. homeless ministries, you name it. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So
2: the people that put these together initially, uh, they may, they may not have all their ducks in a row, but they're usually passionate about something that is a need. Right. And they're visionaries, usually. Very much started, so. But they're lacking in the other senses. And this is where the wheels come off, yeah, right? Yeah,
3: exactly. Like, yeah. you know, like business practices, maybe a little week on, right. right? Not knowing how to build a board, these kinds of things. And so they're not really able to have a master's degree in right. nonprofit management, but right. they need resources, at their fingertips. And that's where Ministry Ventures comes in, right? Mm-hmm. All of our content is online now as of two years ago. Oh, that's cool. So we have a very robust portal 45 video modules ranging from five to 20 minutes long, right? Yeah. Um, case studies, teaching videos, all kinds of tools and templates that they can share with their entire staff and their entire team. So it's wow. not just the executive director that's getting trained yeah, in his yeah. best practices, it's their entire team.
2: Which is, is crucial to build a, a healthy team. That right. everybody be on the, 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 the same page. So the first one, again, but the five. Ministry let's, model. All right, let's talk about that. What does that mean?
3: Ministry model. Yeah. We help ministries develop a clear, concise, compelling vision, mission, and plan. Okay? Clear, concise, compelling. A lot of times their model is very convoluted. They're trying to do too much, mm-hmm. right? And they're not able to articulate this well, so then their board isn't able to articulate it well. And we, so many ministries, people don't really even know what they do. Right. Yeah. And, and so so everybody on the team needs to know exactly what they do. So we help them create actually in this ministry model section a, a really a resume for their ministry. Right. A one page resume that mm-hmm. clearly articulates uh, their vision and mission that clearly articulates their their calling in history, their current needs. Right. How much money they need and how that is linked to human human impact, mm-hmm. life impact. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a really, really robust, but yet concise um, business plan that we help ministry leaders work on.
2: It's almost like we talk about uh, you get an elevator and you have your elevator pitch, right? There before you, you go. get to the eighth floor. And I love the one page because mm-hmm. I mean, even me at my age, I can't read past a page. I, I I'm gone. I'm zoned out. Right. So, but they need to know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it and how to communicate it. That's both on paper and verbally. Ber-
3: both on paper and verbally. And then we also help them just dist- dist- help them um, articulate their. They're a key distinctive, okay? Because Mm -hmm. every ministry needs to be distinct from the one down the road. Because right. a lot of donors are like, well, I'd love giving to you, but don't you do something like this ministry over right. here? What makes you different? That's, good, that's a
2: good point. Mm-hmm. How do you help them? How do you navigate them to the the one that's really them? Is that a challenge? Or? It
3: is a challenge. It is a challenge. And it, it is a lot, it's a lot of soul-searching sometimes within right. the organization. A lot of like, well, what do we really do better than anybody? What really is God calling us to? And again, you know, not this, not that. And sometimes an ego thing. Well, you know, we could do all these things, but what is God really calling us to do? So Mm. then able to forego the other things and let someone else down the road, take care of those people, but we're going to take care of this person.
0: And how many times do you see ministries where like the leader, the person who started it knows what that purpose is, but not everybody else does. And, and how does that hurt the ministry?
3: Yeah, that does hurt the ministry sometimes. That's why I think listening prayer is one of our uh, one of our best practices. That's the fifth really practice under the prayer component, having everybody in tune to God and really willing to, um, you know, surrender kind of their own agenda, mm-hmm. right? Right. And and it may and maybe sometimes it's the executive director surrendering their agenda, right? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm.
2: but obviously they're at a point if they come to you that they want some type of help because they're mm-hmm. butting up against mm-hmm. some wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not being as fruitful as what they feel like they want to be or or need to be. Right. So the first thing they do is they just basically what say, hey, I need help. Whatever you say,
3: yes. <laughs> if you're, yeah, it's like exactly. You know, we provide the roadmap and they take it from there. Yeah, you know, I mean, we have a lot of stuff. It, it, people that go through our 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 program, uh, you know, sometimes walk away with just two or three like key takeaways that have Mm. really changed the culture of their entire organization Mm. right others maybe use all 15 of our of our key deliverables you Mm. know so but regardless it's in their toolbox for the future right and and they've got them then and um it's
2: pretty cool beth uh, bennett she's a part of ministry Ventures. so number one we kicked that off with and again it was number one was ministry model all right number two fundraising Yikes. That, fundraising to me that would be the most challenging yeah i uh, hate asking but for if money. you know <laughs> what you're raising for yeah exactly it gives you the passion and ability to communicate it correctly because you've already worked on that that step exactly right? how do you help in that that arena
3: well again so you're not raising money as right. much as you're raising life change right right, right. and so if we can kind of help them articulate wow you know These are the lives that God is calling us to change. And this is the impact God is calling us to do. And without these funds, this just not going to happen. Right. And so we kind of try to take the fear away from that. We try to put the fun back in fundraising, (laughs) you know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Love that. See, Dan, that's what we should
0: do. (laughs) Yes, putting the fun in fundraising. And also
3: we help them connect to donors in a really relational way. Because see, fundraising is relational. It's right. not transactional. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's like kicking mm-hmm. a sacred mm-hmm. cow, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's been the, the reverse for so long.
3: Right. Yeah. But if we treat our donors like people, like friends, like like you know partners, yeah, yeah. right, uh-huh. who really want to make a difference with their money, mm-hmm. if we treat them like that, they're going to be on our team for the long haul.
2: Right. Right. Wow. Love so, that. Mm-hmm. And you're putting a face, if you will... Uh, Instead of focusing on money, I love how you're putting, like... You know, flesh right. on the bones. Right. Basically, this is a living, breathing thing. It's not Absolutely. the money something later. Let's focus on Absolutely. the, the issue that we're raising or the or the people. And and that gives them the donors buy-in, really, oh, yeah. more
0: more than just saying, okay, I gotta, gotta write Absolutely. a check for something else. Now. Yeah. And
3: then again we help them treat we help our ministry leaders treat their donors like um like people and really we help them disciple the donor, we mm. like to say. Yeah. Right. Build into their life. Like give them books, you know, hey, how can we pray for you? And really it's it's about you more That's than about. Us. Oh,
2: that's really good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Beth Bennett, uh, she's going to tell us more. We've got to take a break. Ministry Ventures. I love this. Mm-hmm. I love this. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faster than a speeding blooper. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. That, uh, hey, that kind of sounds like me. Did you capture that one day when I was saying that in the office? No,
0: it's just a sound effect <laughs> I happen to find somewhere. I'm not sure who that is.
2: Awesome. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Happy Monday. Great Monday with uh, Beth Bennett, Ministry Ventures, Director of Coaching. I love this. you got to find out more about uh, not only Beth, but Ministry Ventures and that's at ministryventures.org. And we're just barely scratching the surface here. we are mm-hmm. got to have you back as as well. Let's get into that in just a second. Tomorrow it's a great show. Andy from Trinity Fitness will be We're just going to say Andy. And he will be pumping up. <laughs> yes. Uh, that will be tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. And then don't forget about Pastor's Appreciation Event coming up the 19th of October. CF, uh, we lovingly call Celebrate Freedom coming mm-hmm. up September 2nd. And then The Meaningful Quiet Time is a book, not a new book, Dan, okay. from Adrian Rogers. You can capture that, get it free on our website, all that, faithtalkatlanta.com. Beth Bennett here for the uh, a remainder of the show. So, Beth, we started off uh, last segment, I think, where we talked about the five that help uh, a nonprofit uh, not only catch their vision and communicate it well, but become. we want them to become successful. Right? That's so right. the first one was, again, what was it?
3: Ministry model.
2: Yeah. And they need to know what they're doing and how to communicate that. Number two was?
3: Fundraising. Fundraising.
2: Did we exhaust that dun, one? Dun, I guess dun. you can never uh, exhaust that. And that is right. such a need, too, to be effective in that. And I love the points you shared. Number three, real quick.
3: Board development
2: and growth. Okay. That is a that is a must. Yes. Right? You ha- can have a great vision, right. a great plan, a great purpose, but you've got to have a board uh, that can work together effectively. Mm-hmm. And they've got their chops, right?
3: Absolutely. An engaged board,
2: we yes. like to what say. Yes. that right? mean, engaged?
3: Engaged means one that is very in the middle of the entire vision. They are cheerleaders out there in the community for the ministry, right? Able mm-hmm. to clearly articulate what they do. They're bringing their expertise to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And so having clear expectations when ministry leaders go out there and recruit their board members mm-hmm. is huge, mm-hmm. right? And instead of just asking any you know good friend neighbor hey i love you i love your vision come on my board no it's like what type of expertise do you bring to the table if a ministry needs legal counsel? You know, they're Mm -hmm. going to go after those lawyers who also are very passionate about their ministry. They may need school board members. They may need understanding of that. They may need understanding of medical issues. So they're going to want to go with somebody that has expertise there, you know, so those types of ideas. And so we help them create board role um, templates and with really clear expectations for every, you know, like a fundraising chair, a governance chair um you know community relations chair exactly what they'll be doing exactly how much they'll plan on giving to the ministry because there again mm-hmm. we go for a hundred percent board giving wow how right about that? either wow. they give or get right that's the expectation give or get X amount of dollars into the ministry budget every year hmm. so if the board isn't giving foundations really put red flags up they want to yeah. see totally engaged boards financially and in every other way so and a lot of t- we 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 set ministry leaders up to do that. Well, no one.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say. Now some of these things seem to be pretty pretty much no brainers. But are there a lot of ministries that start out and don't even think about those type they of things? They
3: Don't they? Don't um, really because they're so thinking about their programs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Feeding the homeless, right? You know, ministering to those moms. I mean, they're so passionate about all the programs that they're. You know, these things under the hood get neglected
2: or just kind of glazed over. Hmm. Effective boards, very, very important. And as you mentioned earlier, a lot of times uh, folks get their friends, uh, you know, uh, Aunt uh, Aunt May. (laughs) <laughs> or whomever on the board. And I would imagine that'd be difficult to kind of extract them, right? But you guys do kind of the heavy work, don't you? You come in and say, okay, you need to really kind of get rid of this person. Do you do event ministry ventures, once they have the 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 engaged board in place, mm-hmm. do you stuff do stuff after the fact of, you know, because you're dealing with people, there's always going to be maybe a rub, a challenge. Uh, do you step in and help there or? Uh, coach we, in there?
3: Yes, we we certainly can. We um we offer board retreats okay. and board trainings okay. if necessary, but uh but and we also really encourage uh, board governance calendars and rotation schedules. Oh so, wow! Three year max that someone is on a board.
0: Oh, so 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 people aren't there the whole you know shebang.
3: Exactly, oh, okay. getting fresh blood, fresh eyes hmm. into love the organization that. is huge. Yeah. Could you
2: guys run the country? <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> I think there's a need. Term limits? Did you say term
0: limits? Some of it.
2: <laughs> Beth Bennett Ministry Ventures. Okay, so I think we've got the board. Board cover number four
3: would be administration.
2: Administra- Ooh, yes. Administration. Ooh, administration. Makes my head hurt.
3: Yeah, I know. No, I see. <laughs> see, you're the high passion guy, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> Let someone else do yes, this. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. So, but it's
2: necessary.
3: It is so necessary, and you know, there's a lot of people out there now that will uh, that that will run or administrative practices for your ministry that don't necessarily have to be on your team and on your staff, mm-hmm. right? So, like accounting county Agencies and virtual assistants, and you know people that can run your your um, your donor base and things like that, right? So it's really great these days. Now you don't have to do it all. You just have to know who to ask, and you have to know you have to have some money to pay these people, of course. Right. But um, but yeah, again, keeping you in your sweet spot, keeping that ministry leader doing the maybe you know three four things that they do really well, and then outsourcing the rest mm-hmm. is key to organizational health.
2: Do you help them also if you if they're going to farm, if you will, those areas out that they mm-hmm. need to be done? Mm-hmm. Do you also help them to communicate to those people that are being formed out because they're they're not on the board, right? They're, right. they're outsourced basically in right. a sense. Uh, so, but you have to learn as a leader to communicate effectively. You guys do that as
3: well. We do, we do that. Um, a lot of these outsourcing agencies um, are really specialized at, at helping faith-based nonprofits. Hmm. Believe it or not, okay. I mean, there's there's like Lawyers, There's like Dime, for instance. Dime is our accounting agency that we work with in Alpharetta. And their specialty is to work with the finances of faith-based nonprofits. Okay.
2: So, mm-hmm. so they're savvy to that and they're sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. Beth Bennett, Ministry Ventures. All right, number five. What's number Five, five?
3: would be prayer. And soul care for the ministry
2: leader. Prayer and soul care. Yes, As it come to prayer. I guess it has
3: prayer and soul care. So prayer in the in the way of you know an organizational and organizational um, you know culture of prayer, where like I said, it's listening prayer. Everybody's really hearing God's heart and. And willing to surrender their agenda for God's ultimate agenda for the ministry, but also really caring for the soul of the leader. We require, if you want to become certified with Ministry Ventures, for a leader to go on a silent retreat. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. We offer silent retreat templates and just ideas. We'll even take you on a silent retreat, um, your team on a silent retreat huh. if desired. Yeah, to really step back and again, you know, um, hear hear from God. Yeah, and um, get on his his agenda for the ministry.
2: Well, a, a silent retreat sounds yeah. really good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when you say silent, I mean, do you mean you're not saying anything? You're well, just listening? Or? It's a guided yeah. silent
3: retreat, and you can look differently for different organizations. But, hmm. um, yeah, St. Ignatius House here in Sandy Springs wow. offers silent retreats wow. for leaders and their in their teams. So, yeah. Wow. That
2: sounds really cool. The big five there, they can find out more at ministryventures.org. We've got uh, about two and a half minutes before the end of the show. Give us maybe a, a story. You don't have to mention names. Somebody that's come in, uh, you know, wheels have fallen off and they've got a great cause, great passion, and you guys have been able to step in and help.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, let me give you this example okay. of um, of a woman, uh, a widow, okay, who was ministering. To, uh widows out of her home, her her husband committed suicide and left her eight children.
2: Oh, wow. Yes,
3: Man. eight children under 10. Okay? Oh, my gosh. So for oh. 10 years, she was reaching widows through her church and doing the best she could. She had a daycare center in her home to kind of keep her afloat and obviously feed her family and take care of her family well. But her passion was to really um, share with other churches how to effectively reach their widows mm. because she was so so impacted by the way her church rallied around her and cared for her and her family during this, as you can imagine, yeah, yeah. awful time. Yeah, yeah. So um, she was imploding, though. I'll be honest. I mean, she had this passion. She was helping widows as much as she could in her church. She was taking care of these babies, but she was not a 501c3, and she really was not a formal ministry. Right. So she came to Ministry Venture. She came to me. She goes, Beth, can you help me do this full time? You know, I want to raise enough funds. This is what I want to do. I want to not watch children anymore. I want to launch widow life ministries. Mm. So we helped her develop a year-end campaign. This was probably in September when I talked to her. Okay. And so, you know, most funds are given to organizations those last eight weeks right. of the year. You yeah, guys yeah. probably know right, that, right? right? right, right. Mm-hmm. So we helped her leverage this time of year and, and and created a great campaign, a year-end campaign. She was able to raise like $55,000 wow. to support her salary for the next year, get out of child care. And now she has a thriving ministry with an engaged board and her. equipping churches wow. all over America. How
2: about that? We've, we've got to hear more stories. you got to come back. you got to promise. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wow. Love that. Ministry Ventures, ministryventures.org. Uh, Beth Bennett, uh, executive coaching. That's your position there? Awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of Monday's Faith Talk Live. Tomorrow's going to be a great show. Andy's going to pump us up, Dan. Pump you up. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> Have a great Monday. I'm Rick Pro, And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. We'll see you.